Do I look okay. stupid? Do I no, look dumb? you think you look like a clown, but you know I like that t-shirt. Yeah, okay, so Tony dressed me, everybody. He told me to wear this shirt with this hat. <laughs> and I think that I look dang, like a 30-year-old pretending to be 14. Uh, he was saying he looked like a clown two seconds ago. Too. <laughs> what does that say? Look at me. I'm a clown. That's what it says. <laughs> oh, it says Michael Kors. <laughs> Child. Did you get that for Pride? Um, I did, but I don't think I wore it there. I was in all mm. black as usual in mm. fire in the sun. As we do, as we do. I think I got mine during uh, the Black Lives uh, Matter movement. I wanted to, like, I had, like, almost, like, seven Well, it's an ongoing shirts. issue, Jenny. We're yeah, still doing yeah. it. No, no, but, like, back that, like, when it to began. No, I'm just when yeah. it began, I bought all of when these had... at that point during COVID. Oh, my God, look at my boobs. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Stop with the body image issues. Oh, we're going to be talking about that for sure. But I think our, our last episode, we talked about sobriety. We talked about like kind of the the, the truly that mental health. And um, I really think that it does stem from, you know, us being gay. The fact that we have to come out. The fact that, you know, when you're in the closet, you're just thinking about that fear of not being accepted. Yeah. Obviously that comes with a lot of, um, that comes with a lot of feelings. That doesn't, that comes with a lot of hate, a lot of self-worth questionings, things like that. Yeah. Like feeling really alone of where you're at. And I feel like those learning that stuff at our young age and learning like, you know, that we aren't truly accepted. Of course, we're going to have mental health issues because, you know, you know, for me, it was like, why? Like, I'm gay. Why is this such a big deal? Why is it such a bad thing if I'm gay, you know? And I really yeah. think it, it messes, it truly messes with your mental health. The fact that you are who you are, but the world somehow doesn't accept you. Like, yeah. it's, it's crazy. I remember the first time I was called a fag. It was in first grade. And it was by this dumb bitch named Jessica. Bitch. No. Um, no, she called me a faggot. And, and, I knew what that word meant. And I knew that it meant, you know, a man who likes another man. I mean, that's not literally what it means, but a derogatory term, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I knew faggot meant gay and I knew what being gay was. Um, I mean, obviously I didn't know the extent of it because I was in the first grade. Like I didn't know about sex back then or anything like that. But I knew that I had an attraction to boys that was not you know, normal, according to what I had heard growing up. Mm -hmm, Exactly. It does do something to like your psyche. And I think almost maybe that's why I had a little bit of like, like you were struggling with like self-worth. And I think that I got a little bit more like uh, controlling, like, you know, when people develop like, like, like anorexia and bulimia because they, it's something they can control. Um, I feel like that's kind Mm of Mm -hmm. how I was a little bit when I was younger. I think I was struggling with anxiety more than I ever have in my entire life. Um, Like now I, I would not call myself an anxious person. I'm impatient for sure, but I'm not like anxious. I I do have an overlying sense of doom, but I'm not anxious. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I don't need medication and stuff like to kind of balance me out because I'm not there. You know what I'm saying is, uh, I, when I was little though, I had this like weird thing with like 
counting. Like, have you ever seen the show Euphoria? The show? No. You've never seen that show? Okay. So no. Zendaya's character, <laughs> you know, she's like the main character. She's a drug addict. But they show her struggling with um, uh, anxiety when she's much younger. And it was very similar things like um, counting things. And then like you get disrupted. And so you get frustrated. And I remember like having, wanting to have control over my breathing. So I was always conscious of my breath. And so I, every now and then I would like tune in with my body and like take these deep breaths like that. And if I couldn't catch my breath, I would panic and I would like scream and cry. And one time my mom had to just slap me across my face. And honestly, I think that did it for me. Like I never struggled with it after that. <laughs> I, I I just kept telling myself like, this isn't your body can breathe by itself. Like <sighs> you don't need to help it. So I would like tell myself like, stop with the drama, like quit counting your breaths, quit trying to take deep breaths. And it's not necessary. Like relax into your breathing. And the more I told myself that, with the slap across the face of my mom, the more I was balanced, the more I didn't feel that anxiety or tension built up in me. Frankie, your AOL right now is acting up. So like you've you're totally fine on my end. So I think it's your, <laughs> your, your Wi-Fi. Maybe it's, maybe it's my AOL. I totally could be my AOL. <laughs> but you can hear me right now. Yeah, I can yeah, hear so you. Shut up. So be quiet about it. Yeah. But <clears throat> ooh, damn, I hate this cough. Like mm-hmm. speaking of obviously, issues, I obviously issues. had the bronchitis. Yeah, I know. This bitch has laryngitis and is trying to record a podcast. I got all the itis. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no, I think, you know, I think growing up, like constantly questioning ourselves and and not only that, but how often are you around gay people? You're not. You're not until you're older. Yeah. That feeling of being alone, that feeling of being like the only person in the world, that's obviously going to cause mental health issues, (laughs) too, you know? Yeah. But you know what? Let's say that there's a kid listening to this podcast, like behind his parents back or, you know, it's Mm. explicit. You know, uh-huh. and they're, like of listening, they're like listening to us. So we they do have like gay people that they're around and they can look up to you like us. And they're probably still going to have mental health issues. <laughs> I know. They'll probably be worse hey, off. We have mental health issues and we're just fine. What kind of mental health issues do you think you struggle with? Oh, you know, I think I got into the point in my life where I think I'm I'm actually really okay, but I've been through I've been through it all. I've been through like I've been through serious loneliness, I've been through serious depression, I've been mm. through all of these things. And you know, I'm a, I'm very much like the strong friend, so I don't talk about like like serious like true issues. I just figure out what resources and what can I do to actually like benefit and like get myself out of those things Mm, okay i think that do you have you ever had to take like any medication for like your bouts of depression or anything no no you've gone through it yeah i i don't think i I i've definitely felt that those experiences as well like being anxious or feeling like maybe you're not living up to your potential or you know these things that like you think about that you marinate in your brain and then your brain just sort of like shuts down a little bit like yeah you're worthless you're nothing you're, mm-hmm. you know and um so that i i have struggled with i know what that experience is like but it turns itself off pretty easily and i know people struggle with um turning that off and so uh 
never be ashamed, I guess, of like going to get help and see seeking therapy. I've talked to a therapist because at recently a solo Andre and I have to have just spoken to a therapist about our relationship. I've spoken to a therapist about my mental health needs because like of exactly what I just said, like, you know, you get these bouts of like depression or like uh, mm-hmm. upset where like you're like I'm not like what am I doing with my life like look what I have to show for it like what, what am I doing with myself and then you start to appreciate the things that you do have so then like it kind of dies away quickly you know it's funny I just realized that it's such a Latino stereotype to be like therapist uh depression pills you know like oh it's, such, and it's such, not just such Latinos I mean well a lot of uh people of color a lot of cultures that have had so much you know history of you know abuse um Mm -hmm. struggle with like like well we all got through it so why can't you and it's like but there are resources now that maybe weren't available to you at the time but when you've now we've we've been trying so hard to open people's minds and i feel like there are more eyes and the issues like like mental health especially like mental health and um, the gay community, mental health in the Latino community, mental health in the Black community, th- these very important, um, you know, issues come up and people, there are ways to solve them now. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a little bit more resources than they did even 10 years ago. So it's it's nice to have, you know, like um, for gay people, I know you can go on the Trevor Project. Like if you're feeling depression and you feel like you might be, you know, act out of character and do something you you would regret there are resources on there to like counseling, like right away, emergency counseling. So someone can talk you out of it. Mm-hmm. I just think mental health is, it's such like, it's a tough, tough and a touchy situation for a lot of us, you know? Yeah. So like mentioning like the actual Trevor project and those resources, like, you know, we should really be out there trying to help and trying to benefit because we all go through mental health issues. You know, we all go through a lot of pain, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and now you can dial, I don't even know, is it 811 for like suicide prevention hotline? Oh, I'm not sure. We should actually look that up. Like, now yeah, that we we're should, talking about it. it. I also think that when I was around 17, 18, when I was like, I came out of the closet and I was ready to go out there and fucking party, right? And in the gay community <clears throat> and the LGBTQIA plus community across the board, honestly, there's so much um, importance placed on having a nice body, having a good body. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's there's so much like um, I, your area, I feel like is mostly like like if you don't have a rock and hot bond, yep, then like yep. you might as well not even LA. go out because no one's gonna look at it in your direction. Like it's so right. superficial our community in that way that like if you don't have a decent looking face and a rock, a smoking hot bod, then like are you even worth talking about? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, that's and- very much a thing. And I, as I mentioned, I was like, I literally just said like, oh my God, my boobs, like, you know, like, oh, you can see my titties from this, like body image is such a big thing. The suicide um, prevention is 988. And then it's also a text message, 988 as well. Same. Resources. Um, resources. Like we shouldn't be shy and we should really like actually jump into and lean in on those resources available. Like LA, there's the LGP, LGBT. <laughs> wow, I don't know my own gays. Pansexual. What the heck? <laughs> you know, or, oh yeah, that could be. Um, we have the center. There's so many things out there, right? Um, but when it does come to body image, um, 
Oh, that's such a mental health, huge topic on its own. Huge. I know that there are so many gay people who have struggled with like eating disorders to try to get, Ooh, you know, yes, a, yes. a small, because I think that especially like in gay porn, the two body types that are so idolized are the twink body type and, you know, the, the muscle body type. Those are like, not you, for me. You have to be one of the two, right? No, I like, I like some fluff. I like, broad chunky boys hairy bears yes Mm, i love that yeah (laughs) hairy bear um but it is it is like those are the two pinnacles you know yes those are the two that are the most you know accepted i guess Mm -hmm. and so when you don't have that and you try to achieve that sometimes you can do it in some very unhealthy ways like for me like i said when i was coming out and i was going started to go to the clubs and started to look around at what the gay community was like and all about i wanted to be that fashion boy right the you know rail thin so that anything i wore looked good on me you know and you were you were really thin i was so skinny i i I wore like a 28 waist jeans like i I was so small i was so small i think i weighed 145 pounds and i was 511 so that's like that's not good that's very Mm -hmm. under that's like underweight so um yeah and now i'm the size i am now i'm like in the 200s but you would never know. Were you always skinny? I was always skinny. Growing up, oh. I had my knees tucked under my chin. Like, I was very much like that kid, you know, like hugging your knees all the way up to your face. And when you see those pictures now, skinny. how do you feel? Well, when I see the ones of me older, very skinny, it, it's not attractive to me. Right. I think I, I, I'm going to toot my own horn and say that actually with some meat on my bones, <laughs> I actually look more... I, my face looks a lot more handsome with some mm. weight on it. Because when right. I was skinny, I looked like a, a whore. A horse. <laughs> <laughs> a horse. I didn't say it. You did. Thank God. Thank and I was God. doing it in a very unhealthy way. I would binge eat. And then like the next day, I wouldn't eat anything Ugh. at all. Or if I got absolutely hungry, I would eat like a small bag of chips. And I didn't realize that I was struggling with an eating disorder. But looking back on it, it was an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Like I would notice my hair falling out in the shower. I would no- I noticed like it would get harder to go up and down the stairs at my mom's house. And I'm like, I'm getting skinnier. Why is this getting harder? You know what I mean? So it's like, and then eventually my boyfriend at the time, I sent him like a picture of me just in the bathroom in my underwear. And he was like, you're too skinny. And I was like, whoa. And like my body had changed with him. So like he was able to see like my weight. He saw that it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't healthy. It was too fast. It was too unhealthy. And now I try to work out and keep my body in shape the healthy way. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say in shape, like I don't need cut abs and pecs and you know, this and that, like, I don't need all that. I just want to make sure that I'm doing the best things for my body to benefit it so that it can look good and feel good. And uh, it doesn't matter what body shape that is. You can be feel good and eat well and be healthy and be a bigger person. You know what I mean? There's no. No. Yeah. You know, I was like, I was really big when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I have love handles to this day. And um, I just remember at one point in my life, really um, thinking about weight loss pills and GNC, like GNC had them. I went to go look at them. Like speed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I was like, really like, I just remember being so fixated um, because I've always been big. Like I was a big boy. Yeah. Um, it, it was a big part of my life. And um 
And I also think um, me being gay and, and, and me being big, I was, you know, I felt mm-hmm. like so much hate coming my way. You know, people would talk so much shit. And it made people you insecure. Would, yeah, yeah, yeah. It made me insecure, but it brought me to the fact where I love myself regardless. Like this is the body that I have. So if I have love handles, you don't have to look at it. You don't have to worry about it. You know, those yeah. things, if you, know? you feel good. Then that's all that matters. Uh, well, the you're, problem dude, is you're being healthy, right? Yeah. But there's there's some points where I just don't um I don't feel good. Like right now, um my mental health is struggling because I am focused on work. I'm not focused on working out. I'm not focused on eating healthy. Um, so my body's suffering a little bit, right? And then when I get to these points, I force myself. I force myself to take. Um, I don't want to say nudes, um, but like, you know, mm. the beach, <laughs> the beach picture where it's like, you know what? I'm oh, you mean the one that Instagram said it was obscene and they yes. took it down? Yes, and they, they, that, uh, they, they that took picture that one out. <laughs> yes, that picture, <laughs> yes. Um, you see that one? And then like, I posted something very similar um, on another <laughs> account, whatever it was. Because, Twitter? yeah, maybe. Is it Twitter? Because, because. That's the one where the ball sack <laughs> goes like this. Did you see that one? <laughs> Is that one terrible? Is that one super sexual? I was like this watching it. Oh, oh. <laughs> there's ball swinging on Tony's Twitter. <laughs> but no, like it was like you know what? I am big. I'm getting bigger, and I still deserve every bit of love because my body is just as favorable favorable as anybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody should be proud of the way they look and and feel good. That's what I'm saying. Do the things that make you feel good. Make sure that they're healthy, you know, ways to do it though. You know, right. I, that starving yourself and, and, and taking even diet pills, like diet pills are like damn near cocaine at our speed. Like it's Tony, stay away <laughs> from GNC, Tony. You get rid of that cough first, first of all. I know, right? Jesus, Tony! <laughs> oh my God, you need a what? you need a wife again. Every, anybody who's out there willing to be Tony's wife, boy wife, of course, he's attracted a to boy them. wife. <laughs> Hit him up. Hit me up, what up, baby? I have a friend for you. I'm telling you, but I don't know that he'll be interested. I don't know that you'll be interested, but I think you guys could vibe. Okay, maybe I he'll listen to this and he'll know who he is. Oh yeah, you think he'll know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, seriously, mental health, such a big thing. And I think when it comes to. Um... Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, mental health. <laughs> no, but no, Back like seriously. Though, yeah, like... <clears throat> it is. Oh, my God. Physical health is so as well, terrible. you guys. You really have to take care of. There's a lot of stuff going around. And Tony has a few. I get the monkey pox again. The monkey pox. Jesus Christ. Again. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Tony, I'm serious. You need to get your monkey pox vaccine. I don't know how many times I have to say it on this podcast. Oh, so as we were discussing, once again, mental <laughs> No, but no, but seriously, I think yeah. you know, we all run through life and we do not do a good job at taking care of ourselves. We don't do a good yeah. job at taking the steps and finding the resources to make herself feel better. Absolutely. Even if it's starting out with like stopping for a minute to just use that 60 seconds to take a deep breath, exhale, 
There's so many things that you can do. Like, what do you do? What do you do when you're stressed out? I smoke a little crack. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, because I don't drink anymore. I'm sober. 17 days. Um, THC, that helps wind me down. But also, I feel like breathing exercises are extremely beneficial. Mm -hmm. They Um, are. They really are. Or if you feel like your mind like going a million miles an hour and you feel your body start to buzz and you feel that anxiety kind of building up, like stop, try to slow everything down and like relax your body. And actually a really great form. I hate to promote yoga because it's cultural appropriation on its high on its like most disgusting form. But <laughs> there's this method of yoga called yoga nidra. And it is... Um, where you lay down you do a couple of stretches in the beginning and then you lay down on your back and the 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 guider the teacher the yoga instructor um goes through and has you tune in to each part of your body Mm. from every piece of your finger fingernail to the knuckle to the palm the wrist the forearm the you know all around the whole body and you tune into it and you start to like scan your body for like so you can do that without doing yoga nidra, you know, without feeding into the yoga, disgusting appropriation, but like laying down in your bed and just tuning into each part of your body slowly, taking deep breaths and exhaling. And if you fall asleep doing that, that will be the best sleep of your life. And then, you know, mm. you were truly relaxed. You went to like a meditative state and then fell asleep. You're mm. like feeding your spirit and your mind and your body. I love that. But I do love yoga, too. I just haven't worked out in a few months. But you know what I really do? Um, the most helpful, like, self-help bit for me was journaling. Because uh, I think I'm very good at um, lying to myself and saying I'm okay. But um, journaling forced me to say things that I did not want to say. It forced me to live in my reality. And, you know, at that time I was lonely and I was going through so much pain and I was going through so much hurt. Mm -hmm. And once I put it down on paper, I really saw what was wrong. And I think that's always your first pinpoint, right? It's like, this is what's wrong with me. This is what I'm hurting. And I got to give that love and take care of myself, my mental health and where I stand. You can discover a lot of things journaling. There was a rough patch that Andre and I ran into at one point and I was really struggling. It was like that, that what I was telling you in the sobriety episode where it's like your mind is not, um, it's not, I don't know, like it's not working properly. Like you're still Mm -hmm. in your drunken state of mind, even the next day and the day after that, like there was a period of time where I just felt completely out of it and Andre and I had a rough patch and um I was wondering I think I think I had made mention a little bit to you because I think that was like the summer that we were like drinking over you know Instagram and stuff Mm -hmm. and I was just struggling I thought I was drinking Tony stop drinking that we all need to stop drinking stop (laughs) put that down oh my god you're going through your struggles you're going through your struggles (laughs) okay so yes back to it I was drinking the most I ever have in my life. And so I think I was just mentally like in the wrong space and I couldn't really figure out what it was about me and Andre's relationship that I was so like, you know, upset by. So when I started journaling, like I'm upset because, you know, 
um, stuff just started coming out. And I was like, I had, mm. I had no idea that I was feeling like inferior, insecure, or, you know, I just yeah. or like, I'm not supposed to be where I am or yeah, whatever. So like, you, I'm like journaling all this stuff. And, you know, then I was able to communicate that with Andre and we were able to settle a lot of like preconceived notions, a lot of unsaid, you know, you know, mishaps, you know, it's just, and we worked it out and and we ended up being i think closer ever since like we got past it was like pushing past a layer almost and journaling Mm. had a lot to do with that it is very beneficial because even if you don't know what's wrong if you start journaling you can probably figure it out right and actually taking the time for yourself putting all of this into practice is the Mm. hard part but once you do that step you can do anything you know what else does it for me podcasting like Ooh. doing doing this podcast with you and when we talk about topics like this it's a nice way to because i've tried to do this uh, with solo like with my own podcast and it just it always ends up sounding like not genuine i mm. i love feeding off of like the energy of the other host of the podcast right so like us talking about stuff like this back and forth i'm like it really is like therapeutic in a way like i walk away from our conversations feeling like what a nice interaction with a very nice person well sometimes Sometimes. um a very nice person (laughs) you know that i get along with and we just talk about the shit shoot the shit and talk about topics and realize that we're on the same page and then we're even closer as friends like how therapeutic is that and then like for jake and i's podcast sometimes it gets to that point too but a lot of that is like the creative outlet which is also very therapeutic art is healing you can discover yourself through art even if you don't consider yourself an artistic person you might be able to do something like podcasting and like the podcast that jake and i have where it's like you're constantly having to think of creative ways to like make yourself better. And it can be with anything, knitting, quilting, painting, acting, podcasting, you know? (laughs) I was just going to say something terrible. Like even that, that's a great, that's a great relief. relief. I swear (laughs) that I read somewhere that jacking off, well, like ejaculating, like, frequently can help prevent testicular and prostate cancer but i don't know if that's right because my voice is getting dumb as i'm saying it so i feel like (laughs) something's not right about that statement omg omg you need to refresh the sperm in your testicles that's healthy bye are you attracted to super ripped guys no i'm i'm a big boy this is big boy what about twinks big no, no. me either. And no. like we were talking about those are like the two bodies, body, right, yeah. you know, positive like things in our community, our, our gay boy community. But I think it's just because they're in a lot of porn. Yeah. There no. are some really hot guys. And don't get me wrong, when a body is hot, a body is hot. And I'll say that the body is hot. But do I want to be with that body? Mm, no, because the effort that they put into their body is, first of all, way more discipline than I've ever had. But also, you have to be very into yourself to like get to that point like you have to be constantly like self-involved to like notice what you want to change and what you want to sculpt and stuff like that and that's a turnoff for me i I would rather i would rather just not care about that and like have the time to like converse and connect with people right i don't mind the body as long as it comes with the mental top like mental brain um but here in la Sometimes it, that that just doesn't work out. I think people are so concerned about how big their lips are, how big their ass are, and how big that's, I mean, how 
good that six pack looks, they forget about what's mentally inside. <laughs> right. Cute. Cute. Like all body, <laughs> no brain. Yeah. And I think, I think because I'm so like naturally, I got love handles. I, this is, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, Boricua. Morena, Dominicano, oh, Colombiano, Morena. Morena. <laughs> We're all us gays. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Um, but no, I think um, it's just, it's just one of those things that I think this isn't even just a gay topic. This is a topic for almost anybody. Anybody. Honestly, in the age of social media, uh, the things that social media, mm. like the things that they celebrate on social media is not healthy for many people. Mm -hmm. Many of us should not be on social media. Sometimes that's included myself, you know? I know Tony is just like, he probably needs to take a... <laughs> I'm a bitch. I no. feel like <laughs> <laughs> you totally are. Um, I do. I probably do. I feel like I have been so busy with work, but it's always, you know, I've done that once where I've decided not to one day, one day, many years ago, I decided not to be on social media and it felt like so weird. I was like, what am I doing with myself? Yes. It can improve your mental health i think yeah. um, harry styles even said that but you know you don't need to be harry styles to realize that like social media is a huge contribution to the mental health issues of a whole generation right right i forgot what it was like to spend a whole day with myself to watch tv or go outside and not be checking my twitter or instagram or TikTok or anything yeah, like we that. We are know? constantly plugged in to oh. the Matrix, dude. <laughs> the Matrix, man. The fucking Matrix, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We'll have to talk about that. I want to so, talk about a very interesting topic next week. Yeah, what are we? And I wanted, you, I want to see if it's it? something that you would consider. No, 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 no. I'm gonna just allude to it, and they have to tune mm. into the next episode. To, to figure out what it is okay but well, we got our new instagram new instagram la to the bay 1991 follow What's us on up? instagram tony underscore living 91 on instagram and twitter bang, 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 bang. tony living 91 with no underscore on tiktok <laughs> and for me it's frankie.corona.gonzalez on instagram yes. only because i try to keep myself exclusive mama <laughs> love it i love but it yes if you are having struggles with mental health issues obviously seek out the proper resources for your specific case consult your doctor always don't be buying xanax off the street honey because there is shit getting laced with other shit out there okay you don't want to overdose because you're trying to get rid of a little anxiety so yes be healthy be well and you'll look beautiful i love you yeah. bye <laughs>